it's Vanessa Reyes here, and I'm inviting you on a journey of what it's like to co-create your business with God and drop the hustle mentality. Listen, I believe that in every season of business, you must up-level your faith and let go of the drama in your mind that's keeping you from using your God-given voice to build influence and become the businesswoman God designed you to be. Here, you'll feel like you're at church mixed with business school and your teacher, well, she's your best friend. This is the Less Hustle, More Faith podcast. The journey of being an entrepreneur isn't one for the faint of heart. It is an unpredictable roller coaster that requires a ton of faith. In this episode, Cassandra, founder of Freedom Ministry, walks us on her own personal entrepreneurial journey and what it looks like to keep your faith strong when you're pivoting your business to stay grounded in your true calling. This is an episode you don't want to miss. I love how you and I were talking about the journey that you took into you and your husband becoming full-time entrepreneurs in 2013. Yes. So before we get into that, like, where did this all start? <laughs> Let's take it all the way back to um, 2004. That's actually when I graduated high school. Um, so I that's where God had me. He started me as an entrepreneur before my husband even thought of the idea of becoming an entrepreneur with me. Um, in 2004, I graduated with my cosmetology license. Mm-hmm. So I became a hairstylist in my senior year. So I was already thrown out there in the world, um, building what I thought would be my career for for a long time, actually. Yeah. And then um, I was, I was very, I would say I was very successful because I was in the color um, hair industry part of it. Yeah. And that was my part. So I've always- Everybody went to color, always, especially in 20, yeah. like 2004. <laughs> yeah, it was like the chunky, yeah. you know, highlights. <laughs> it was a thing. So it was yeah. always, I mean, hair is always needed. Like we still yeah. need hair, hairstyles and everything. It's always in so demand. So that, yes, it's always in demand. So I w- we were doing so good. I was doing good. And then um, our first daughter came along and I was like, okay, how am I going to balance, you know, working in salon, it's long hours. That's mm-hmm. how you're financially, you know, being blessed. It's long hours. You got to be there and you're on your mm-hmm. feet for long hours. And so that's when I had decided, I talked with my husband. I was like, it wasn't even a thing. That's the crazy thing. Like back in 2004, five and six, it wasn't a thing to be own your own studio. It wasn't a thing like now you can go. Yeah, get, Instagram could like. Yeah, Instagram business. was not a thing yet either. You could, okay. It was like literally referrals by mouth. Yeah. And then you yeah. had to build the trust because now mm-hmm. you have a studio that someone's stepping out of the salon to come trust you. So there you go. You have building trust relationships with your um, clientele. So women have always been my heart, my Mm -hmm. focus audience, women, however it could be in building them up, making Mm -hmm. them feel beautiful, you know, Mm -hmm. just encouraging them. That's always been my heart. So when my daughter came along, we had decided, okay, let's build Morales Gal, which is um, the branding, the name. And I was doing that for years and my schedule was going around. Branding before like Brett, like before like any... If yes. you guys had built out this like business, you were already thinking branding. Yes, we were already thinking branding because long term, I was like, I'm loving this that I can be a mom when I need to be a mom. And I can be an entrepreneur when I need to be entrepreneur. So I was really loving it. I was not focused on going back into the work workplace. Mm-hmm. I was focused on how how we're gonna how we're gonna do this. How can we grow this? So then um, many years went by and in 2013, that's when we were actually planning our wedding and getting married. 
and we had three kids at that time. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I was still balancing mom life and balancing entrepreneur life, but it was really good because like I said, I can set my schedule and everything revolved around my kids. So and it was amazing. Nine years, nine years of being a solopreneur and a mom. Yes. yes. Um, I love solopreneur. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nine years. And so 2013 came and me and my husband together, we decided we were going to go in together as being full-time entrepreneurs. He was an account analyst. And I was just like, we need to do this together. The way it's going to grow is I need you. I need yeah. you behind this. So oh, that's such actually, a hard decision for so many people to like, to like know that the only way I can expand is if I like add in somebody. Like it's, mm -hmm. we're oh, better and stronger together. Yes. Um, you can only do so much. You can't do it all on your on yourself and you can't even just show up as your best self when everything's on your shoulders come on yes so what what made your husband because he was an account analyst so how yes. did he flip that into like because he's <laughs> yes. marketing and sales and i know that's like i'm not a numbers person so how did he he's like, a numbers it? person he's definitely a numbers <laughs> person that's why i needed him i'm like you're yeah. my numbers person <laughs> and so um it took a couple, it, it did take a couple of months for him to transition because he was the man and the head of household, you know, so there, when you're an entrepreneur, you're not an eight to five knowing, mm -hmm. hey, this is how much money is going to come in each month, each week. So it did take him time to adjust, but I always told him we're taking this leap of faith together. Mm -hmm. Like we, God's got us, like we can do this. Like we are so creative. And the reason why I kept saying like I needed him is because number one, he's a numbers person. And number two, he's so creative behind the scenes. He's very techy mm -hmm. and I'm more, so he's very um, introvert and I'm very extrovert. So yeah. I can talk, talk, talk. Yeah. He's introvert and he's good with the computer. He's good with designing and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we just prayed about it and he literally just, he had to get pushed. And so I think that's what happened. He got pushed. We were getting married and I was like, okay, so we need to have some more finances coming in for this wedding. Yeah. And that's where the push happened, honestly. Oh, I love that. So when he saw like how you guys were able to like bring in some of that extra income, he realized like he could do it. Like, oh, I can yes. make this a thing. And then what better way to do it than with my wife who I share the same values. And yes. we're going to be such a great team because we're such a great team at home. Yes. Um, was it hard like to work with your husband in the beginning? Were you telling um, him what to do? Like, was it like, cause you had been in it longer. Yeah. So I don't think I ever told him what to do. Mm. I would say, okay, so this is where I need help at. Mm. I need help to his 2013 is when Morales Gout literally got branded. Um, you know, that web design started. So then this is whole when the whole techie behind came Instagram, yeah. Facebook, all that branding and building came in. And I would always ask him, so what do you think would be better? How do you think it would be what ideas do you have to grow, to grow? Like, this is where I got it so far. Yeah. But I know there could be potential for so much more. Yeah. So I never really told him like, hey, this is what you should do. I always yeah. asked him how, you know, ideas, what is, I need your voice in this basically. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, I always tell clients, because I have a client who's um, bringing on a staff member and I was like, tell me everything you are amazing at and what you're not good at. And yeah. it's just like understanding and like being very self-aware of like where you're not gifted and yeah, come on. not trying so hard to strengthen the, the area that God didn't even gift you with. Like we are all gifted in one or 
through two or three areas and then that's like it right <laughs> like yeah you're, you're working harder when yes, you're not in that space you know of like what god has already gifted you so yes. it just makes sense to like a lot allow another person to shine because they're going to show up as their best self and then they're going to be able to bring you and elevate you as well while you're elevating exactly them. so there's I enough that, yeah I was going to say, there's enough to eat at the table for everybody. Mm. Work harder. Don't work harder. Work smarter. Exactly. I love that. And so I could see like where I was lacking and he's always been that for me um, to bring me back to earth and be like, hold on, wait a minute. I know you want to do this, this, and this, but mm -hmm. let's, let's organize it. Let's see what reality says about it. Yeah. Let's lay it down on paper and see what our goals are and then just begin from there. And that's how we committed together. And so while I'm actually out in the field, I'm doing um, hands-on because uh, Morales Marla, Scout is in the wedding industry. So mm -hmm. that is a one-on-one -on -one clientele that is, you know, I'm like directly with them. That's one-on-one -on -one audience. And so I love that part. So he would be behind the scenes building um, social media wise, marketing wise, branding wise, while I was actually out in the field. Oh, that's so good. And so that business is still running today. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that is still running today. That is the meat of the bones, I guess you could say. That's still my heart. It's still another form of uplifting and encouraging um, mm -hmm. women, especially on their wedding day. I love being there with them and just bringing them peace. And, you know, some women don't feel like they're really pretty. It's crazy. Like that is a real thing. And so I'm there to encourage them and just like be their number one fan on their wedding day and be like, you got this, you're so yeah. beautiful, look at you, and take it all in, and appreciate yourself, I love I being there. I can just imagine, too, like, you know, they're about to walk down the aisle to be with the man that they're going to be with for the rest of their life, and I, just to be able to have your presence there, who, you know, you and your husband um have a beautiful marriage, a kingdom marriage, oh, and you. you get to, like, share that with them as well, yes. like, some of that wisdom of, like, yes. the ups and downs of marriage and, like, how beautiful it can be, because mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are probably, like, scaring them and telling them that it's, you know, really hard. Don't get married, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you're that voice, that peaceful voice. That's yes. reminding them that this so good. Is a beautiful thing. Yes, I love to do that. It's so true. Um, the, it, the mornings of weddings are so chaotic. Mm -hmm. It's like a tornado around everybody. Like the bride is in the middle and there's like a tornado. And so I just bring that calmness, that peaceness, that reminder of like, remember why you fell in love. I always tell them that. Remember your encounter with him. It always brings me back to remember when I encountered God, encountered Jesus and the Holy Spirit, that full fulfilling love. And so they just, they, it's like they literally fall back in love. And that's what I want them to do is go into their walk down the aisle, like, you know, like, like butterflies childlike. in the stomach. Yeah. Yes, like childlike and just be so excited. Whatever happens in the day of the wedding, we don't care because there's always <laughs> something that comes yeah. up. Like they just, I'm like, focus on him. I always tell her, just focus on him and just enjoy the day. Soak it in because it goes by so fast. So in 2013, you and your husband started, um, you guys started building Morales Gal. And then what led you guys to um, where you are today? Like what, what's, what happened? Yeah. So along the way with building Morales Gal, we've had to learn to um, balance mm. marriage, parenting life, being a mother and a dad. Um, like I said before, during the pandemic, when that hit in 2000, what, 
2020 or something like that 2020 yeah 2020 um, it was like it, everything it, shut down like everything was yes down. and then boom next day was like everything shut down here's your new life <laughs> no yes one exactly so yes being an entrepreneur and then the shutdown happened and then so now i have four kids at home at, in our workspace in our creative space yes. at all at the same time we have oh. a child a daughter in high school middle school and then two in elementary so we had to learn and balance entrepreneur life um, and being used to accustomed to our quiet time of being creative okay. to like, now I'm a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a teacher. I would say you take two, I'll take the other two because there's no wow. way. That's how you and guys so, did it. Like, what else did yes. you have to do to like balance everything? So we had to, um, as an entrepreneur mindset, we had to say, okay, we're going to only work from the time that they're in school because we can't work past that time because then I mean everything is in the home so then you gotta think about like cooking and family yeah. dinner time and so homework time so you have to turn that mindset off and that perspective of mm. fear fear of as an entrepreneur that's how your finances are coming in fear of like if I don't take this call right now during dinner I might lose a client no now you're not walking in fear you're walking by faith and you're telling God like yeah. I surrender everything to you. You gave me this idea of Morales Scout and I totally and I fully surrender and I have trust and faith in you. You only take us from glory to glory. So yeah. that is something that um, it is hard to swallow. But once mm -hmm. you do it and you get past that, I feel like you can literally walk in more freedom and you can be a, even a better parent, a better mother. Yeah, that is so good because I know like, especially like during the pandemic when your business was in the wedding industry come on yeah how scary was that like so that was super scary you had to like stand ground because it's like both you and your husband were in that same yes. industry so it's not like yes. you guys were in different industries like no you both were like getting canceled right i'm sure that you guys yes. were getting canceled left and right yep oh <laughs> can you just yes. walk us through that because i know that there's a listener here today who is probably you know contemplating whether or not they want to leave their nine to five or they're not sure whether or not they're going to get an, a client tomorrow you know yeah come like, on what does that feel like and how did you like say i'm going to fully surrender to you lord yes you gave me this vision you have equipped me I know that I've been called to do this. My husband and I are here together under you. Yes. Or like, show us how is this going to work? Did you question him? Did you fully have surrender? Like, tell me a little bit about that process. Yes, I love all that, how you just said all that. Because that's literally the mindset that we had to go through. Mm -hmm. um, we both, like you said, were coming in this. And so in the wedding industry, what that looked like, everyone was shifting their dates because all the venues were closing. Of course, like I said, I was one-on-one. -on -one. You couldn't do that. You couldn't be in front of a person and speaking, mm -hmm. nonetheless, putting makeup on them. Yeah. So um, the hardest part about that shift was the date. These new brides had to, <clears throat> they were competing with 2023 brides. Oh my God. Like in 2022 brides. Yeah, like that's how the stretch of the length was because it was so booked. The venues were booked. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was like a moment where I had to say, Lord, like give me patience and calm my nerves like don't let me get um attacked in this way of like what's going to happen a fear mm -hmm. i always that's like the number one thing i would pray first always every morning it's i so pray good. about like, it quick because you're saying don't let me get attacked by the fear yeah. like knowing that that's not from him like just 
I think that a lot of times people label themselves as I have. I'm a, I'm just always going to be filled with anxiety. I'm yeah. always going to be filled with fear and doubt. And this is who I am. And that's like, there's no way of changing that. And you're like, no, that isn't even part of your identity, first of all. Yeah, not anymore. That's an attack on your spirit and yes. an attack on your future, on attack on how you can be used to glorify yes. God. Like it's an attack on all of these different things. All of them. If we could just like wrap our mind around how that is just a force that can be mm -hmm. diminished at any moment. Yes, yes. Then we could walk, walk in freedom, but because we are yes. so identifying ourselves by that attack and calling that attack as part of our identity, that's a problem. Yes, because that <laughs> becomes isolation and that becomes not good enough and that allows the voices to come in your head and it pulls you back from your business. And then now you're looking at everyone else on social media. Why are they doing so good right now? Mm -hmm. And that goes into comparison. That's so where I was in 2020, just so you know, like exactly woo. the way you're describing it, that's where I was. I had, yeah. um, I, I was known for like doing in-person meetups. And mm -hmm. so that was like where all of my marketing efforts came through. Mm -hmm. And so I remember starting 2020, like really hard, like everyone else, you know, like 2020, you were yeah. like, ah, this is going to be my year, girl. Yes. <laughs> that was me. And so I had created this amazing workshop and that meetup, this like thing that I wanted to be known for. And I was already like booking the spots and I yeah. had a lot of people attending and then boom, you cannot see anyone. And so I was like, yeah. what am I going to do? And some of my clients fell off, like, like, oh, mm -hmm. I can't work with yeah. you anymore. And so I was like, this is my only source of income. Like, it was so scary. And I transitioned. I already was doing Zoom sessions. Mm -hmm. So I just created meetups online. And I was like, everyone is feeling alone. Yes, come this on. how I birthed that community of BBS wow. because of that. I had to pivot, but I also had to, like, tap into, like, where's the need? Like yes, come on. Yeah. Me, I was in fear. And it's really hard as a leader, like when you're in fear and everyone around you is looking at you, like, mm -hmm. what are you going to do about it? I love that. So I had to put on this mask a little bit, mm -hmm. but I did have faith. And I, every time I'm real shaky, I'm like, I always go back to like, well, this is a mustard seed faith. Like, surely God can do something with it. <laughs> yes, he can. I love that. <laughs> and so that's what I kind of like. Sometimes I have to go back and I'm like, no, let me grow this mustard seed of faith. Like, yes. what can come I on, do let me water this. Grow? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm yes. like, he could do something with that, but what can he do with more? Come on. I love that. I got to step good. up to that. And just looking at my clients too and seeing how much fear they were experiencing. Yes. If I couldn't do it for myself, I needed to do it for them at least. Come on. Yeah. It's so good. I love how you said that because that mustard seed is what you needed water. And that's how it starts to grow. And that's where, um, in that time, that's where we are at. I was asking God, okay, so I cannot go be one-on-one, um, mm -hmm. you know, that way. So what are you, I always change my perspective. I've learned to do this. It's mm -hmm. not something that came natural. Exactly. Yeah. You I can change learn my this. perspective. Yes. Like, okay, what are you showing me right now, Lord? What, what am I, why am I experiencing this? And what are we doing here? Like, what are you teaching me? So in that moment, it was really um, about bonding with my children. It was about building a stronger relationship with them. Mm. I literally had so much time to be with them. And in that moment, I had so much time to be, be in my word like never before. So mm. I was being a teacher, being a mom, being a wife and everything all in one time. 
but there was such a grace because there was no urgency. There was no, um, it was literally like the world paused. And so I was like, what's right in front of me? What, who can I minister to? Because like I said, it's always been a one-on-one and boom, my children were there. My husband was there and myself, myself, as in working on myself as well, working on my character, getting in his word and seeing who God says I am during this time. And it was also for us an amazing time because we literally got to be so creative. Like there was time to be creative. It wasn't just a one day out of the week because the other days were so busy. But you had no choice. You had to get creative. Yes, you had definitely. I had, we had to get creative. Like, okay, this part of the house is school and this part of the house is our, our uh, workstation. So y'all stay on that side. So we had to get super creative. Um, It was a learning experience for sure. God always gives us experiences though. So we can testify how we got through them so we can help the next person. You know, I I said that the other day to someone about like, every time I'm going, I feel like, you know, I don't know a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. And you can tell me if you felt this way, but I always feel like I have harder tests than a lot of normal people. (laughs) I feel like sometimes God is putting me through this like harder test, like, or or they're on top of each other. And I'm like, I thought you're supposed to go through like a season. Like, I don't feel like I'm ever out of a season. Like, I only want a 30 day season, Lord. That's exactly. it. Exactly. I'm like, I already learned my lesson the last time. Like, why am I? And then I think, is it something I did wrong? Like, why do I keep going through some of the same things? Like, are these like patterns that I need to break? Um, but during these hard, hard times, and I feel so alone because I'm like, no one else I know has ever experienced that. And I'll have friends tell me, like, I really don't know what to say. Like, I don't, I don't even know like why you're experiencing these things. But during those hardest moments, I'm like, this has got to be a really good story for somebody maybe yes. two years from now. Like, yeah. somehow I'm going to help someone pull out yes. of darkness because I'm able to testify what's happening in this moment, even though I feel so weak, so scared, so alone, yes. that it's going to be something beautiful for someone else when they need it at the perfect timing. Yes. I get to glorify God in it. And sometimes that's the only thing I can hold on to. Yeah. Turn that pain into purpose. Always turn the pain into purpose. And in those hard times, um, like you said, you go, maybe you're going through the same seasons over and over. We'll look at it. You got to step back and look at it in a different perspective and Mm -hmm. say, what are you showing me? I know I felt I'm doing much better on this way, but what are you trying to work with me? What is the character trait that you're trying to, um, number one, you can be breaking off something Mm -hmm. and not let you move in that no more, or you can be establishing something new. So when we're in those dark, deep places, it's like you really can only lean in on God and not man and not finances and not materialistic things. And not even sometimes your husband, because Mm -hmm. maybe he's not there with you in that moment of an emotional state. Maybe he's not truly understanding what the woman's going through. Mm -hmm. And God's like, you can only lean in on me. That's what I'm trying to build in within you is your relationship with me. Mm. This is so good. This is so, so good. Because that's what happened to you in 2020. You had no choice but to lean in on him. Yes. He was preparing what he's already prepared for you, right? Yes. You didn't know. Did you know? No, no. So that I'll get you right into that. No, I had no idea. So right before the pandemic hit in 2019, um, this is my testimony to where we are today. Mm -hmm. Um, My best friend passed away. And so it's a full, complete circle as in today is July. We're in the month of July. And that's when she passed away is in Mm -hmm. July, 2019. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, I, like you said, I was in that dark place. I hit rock bottom. I did not understand what had just happened because I was just with her. I just spoke to her that same night when it happened. So I was on location at a wedding when I got the phone call and I was so devastated. Like I was, I, it's really like a movie. Like everything goes black and you're like, you feel numb and shaky. And you're like, no, what are you talking about? I was just talking to her. It's a real moment that I don't, you know, put that on anybody to experience anything like that, but it's so unreal, but it's real. And so I did, I, I, I had faith in everything, but in that moment, I just went down to the bottom, to the lowest of lowest. And um, my husband was there for me, my children, my all my family, everybody was there for me. Yeah. But like you just said, there was nothing that was able to comfort me in that moment. I had so many questions. I was grieving. I was angry. I was like, she has two teenage daughters. What does this mean? So in that moment, um, I reached out to God. I'll remember on the shower in the bathroom on the floor, just crying out, Lord, where are you? Why did this happen? Why have you forsaken me? And so I, I just screamed out, like literally crying and screaming and, and letting the anger out. We have to yeah. come to realization that if we don't let those emotions and those feelings out and identify that we have emotions and feelings, it's going to create an attachment and it's going to create a root to where you can't truly be healed. You can oh, say I'm going through yeah. a healing process, yeah. but if yeah. you're not identifying what's going on and crying it out and talking it out, it's still going to stay within you deep, deep yeah. within like you. Like you said, root, it's rooted and it goes deeper. Yes. The longer you take, right? I yes. And it I just grows within you. You put in a very dark secret component in your body, let's just say in your heart. Mm. And so, um, God met me where I was. I have never experienced his presence like that before. I knew who he was. I knew of him as a person, as a religion, actually, because we come from a, we did come from a Catholic background. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew of him that way, but I met him in a relationship way. I created a relationship with him. And um, when I was going through that process and everything, I had told my husband, like, I know God's always put it in me for women. And if there's anything I can do in the future, like once I'm healed, once I know I'm stronger, if there's anything I can do, I would love to mentor women, to encourage them, um, create a safe space for abusive women, people who need to actually speak out about what's going on in their life and not hide it. It's one thing for me. We've always been transparent. We've always been open on all social media platforms for us. So I want to create this safe place where these women can reach out and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. I need prayer. This is how I got sexually abused through when I was a child. I need to release this root yeah. so I can be healed and I can overflow and love to my children. Like these roots okay. can take control of you. And then that shows how you're going to react to who's around you. Mm. And the children are the ones that hurt first. They're going to yeah. get the hurt from you. Yeah. And so that had always said that from the very beginning in 2019. And then within those three years, mm -hmm. God wrecked my life. Holy Spirit wrecked my life. <laughs> like you said, I was like in seasons and I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. He literally mm -hmm. character built me, character characterly transformed me. I used to live a very selfish life. An entrepreneur, you can get very big headed because you're like, look at me, look at my life, look how it's flowing. We're financially blessed. My husband is in it with me. We have something y'all don't like we lived that life. Mm 
Mm. When this happened, God wrecked me. I was delivered from being selfish, self-centered, all about us, 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 and Mm. now um, to a serving heart. Like I've always had a serving heart, but in a different perspective to like, I don't care what I look like. I can show up on the scene with no makeup and I'm ready to go. It matters what you look like. Yeah. A lot of character traits building um, went through inner healing. Like you said, Mm -hmm. you just have to go through that process and healing can be a process or healing can happen really quick. God can do what he wants to do. But I'm thankful. I think that gives somebody hope today because I think a lot of people hide from the healing process because it's not fun. It's not pretty. It's going to be exposure. Yes. Um, but I mean, God could do whatever he wants to do. You can be held overnight or you can be healed in three years. Like, yes, <laughs> still healing. Yeah. But I think it's a, it's a journey. I think there's layers of it. Right. So, like, yes, it's like healing back in. in the beginning. Right. Yes. The hardest part is in the beginning and admitting and saying, I want to be healed from this. And if the exposure happens, like it's because it's a sting in your heart. Like you thought your life was going to be this way and you mm-hmm. thought you were this person but God's literally pulling back the layers. It reminds me of like an onion bloom. Mm-hmm. Like he just starts pulling back the layers to yeah. why you are the way you are, what happened in your childhood. All those memories sting, all those memories hurt. So it is it is an exposure to yourself mm-hmm. of like, oh, okay, well, this is why I do this. This is why I speak this way. This is why I treat certain people this way. You know, it comes from how you were parented and yeah, then how you, you grew like- up. You're, you're all, you're like, you're saying the stinging of reliving. Yes. But then this, I think for me, the hardest has been the stinging of the ripple effect of me not having healing. So like how it affected my children. Yes. How it affected the way I speak to my husband sometimes when I'm. Yes. Come on. Because all of that is rooted and it was unhealed or even through the healing process. I was having to come face to face with something that I have hidden so long. Yes. And that hurts. It hurts. It's a memory yeah. trigger. Try not that, to try um, again for like the fourth time. Cassandra. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. That That is the rawest of the rawest. When you can reach that root mm. and grab it and pull it out because you, you're saying to God, I want to be healthier. I want you to take this from me so I can be healthy for myself first. Yeah. If you're a mom and you can be filled up, you can overflow. Mm. If you're a you know wife, if you can be filled up, you can overflow to him. Yeah. And like you said, yes, the anger and the resentment, there's roots of those mm. that it comes from character. It comes from the way you speak. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. I think was the hardest that I've had to deal with. Like, I feel like when I said seasons, I think for me, it was like trying so hard not to like, like fighting and resisting the healing, fighting and Mm -hmm. resisting those things or like not, or not wanting to like open up and say like, this is where I'm at. Cause I'm, I kind of selfishly felt like I've already gone through the healing, but it's like, there's so many layers, like you're saying, there's so many layers. And so I kept fighting and resisting that. But then I think I had this moment where it was just like you said, like an encounter with God. It's just like, if you do not forgive yourself, there's just, Come on. there's just no way anyone is ever yeah. going to like, everyone is affected by the fact that you keep blaming yourself for your past. Yes. Yes. And it's like, you cannot expect your children and your husband to have this spirit. If you are yeah. walking around with so much unforgiveness over yourself. Amen. And so 
and as a leader, and I think this is why I created the community is because as a leader, like you want so bad to help others and then you forget to help yourself. And yeah, like, come on. You can't help others unless you help yeah. yourself. <laughs> exactly. You can, but I think you can simultaneously work on yourself and still help others. You don't have yes. to choose one or the other. I think that sometimes people think that healing means I got to stop what I'm doing and I have to put a pause. I know a lot of entrepreneurs fear this, where they have to put a pause on what the momentum they've already built. Because mm -hmm. it's hard to be a business owner and like to build that momentum and to put that on hold because they have to work on themselves. And it's like, no, God says that I, I can do, you could do all things Both. with me. Yes. So yes. it's like surrender and mm -hmm. you keep moving. You rely on yeah. my strength. You don't have to rely on your strength. Your own strength. And you're going right. to do so much more. More. But yes. Here, me, myself, I'm just going to speak on my behalf is that I felt I had to choose. Like mm -hmm. I had to choose to surrender or to continue doing what I'm doing. And it's like, no. When you're with me, when you have me, you can do both. Yes, that's so good. I love that because when you're saying uh, it's not of me, of self and me trying to control everything that's going on, you're literally just saying, God, I give it to you. I surrender what I'm going through. Teach me how to balance this. Teach me how I can balance this in my entrepreneur life schedule mm. and healing on myself, inner healing, because I want to be healed, but at the same time, this is my lifestyle. This is my finance, my finances. So yeah. I need you to teach me how to Do balance it and I not, <laughs> and not walk in fear of money. Fear of money yeah. is the main thing um, as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so when you're giving up something to the Lord, it reminds me of fasting or like back in the old Testament, when they would sacrifice something, when you're giving him something, he's going to move. He's going to move and you have to believe in that. He's going to move. You have to believe that you're walking in faith. That is what faith is. It's something we can't see, but it's a choice. He gives us choice to walk fully in faith or to be afraid and fear or to carry pride and say, I'll just do it anyways. Mm, praise yeah. Cassandra. Oh, this is, <laughs> I've got a word today, girl. Oh, this was so good. Okay. So now we are 2019 to 2022. This is how you began your ministry. What yes. is Freedom Ministry? Freedom Ministry is, um, it's an overall for kingdom marriages, mm -hmm. for women. So this is where the women part comes in, the women mentorship and for family. So it's literally what our life is, balancing family, marriage and uplifting the woman. I just launched Freedom Mentorship. It is a safe place. It's a community of women mm -hmm. where anyone, any woman coming from a background of maybe you don't even know who Jesus is to someone who's preaching and speaking in, in their heavenly language, you know, mm. it's a place of safeness to say, even though I go to church on Sundays, I'm partying. It's a safe place to say, even though I don't know who Jesus is, I want to know who he is. I want him to help me right now because I'm feeling this type of way. I'm getting mentally attacked. Maybe they're getting physically attacked, emotionally attacked, and they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And that unravels into suicide, that unravels into isolation. Mm -hmm. And that is something that coming out of the pandemic, a lot of women are struggling with right now. Who yeah. am I coming out of pandemic? Yeah, because I think the pandemic was good for some people to just like hide. They were already hiding. And so it just made it easier for them to keep isolating. And it was like a normal thing because we had to isolate. Yeah. 
But um, I think that this is so beautiful and much needed because, you know, I know like as myself, I didn't I didn't grow up in the church and I didn't really know who God was until like maybe, you know, late 2000s, like maybe going into 2013 and 2013 is kind of like when I, um, what is it called, had, you know, went through baptism and really wanted to surrender my life to Christ. But during that time, too, I was very confused of like, well, I'm going to church every Sunday. Like, why do I still battle with these something wrong? Yeah. With me? Why I keep battling with these same um, mental struggles and that's part of the journey and I think that you're creating a safe place where people don't need to feel ashamed of yeah. not walking the walk and you know believing in something but not truly believing and struggling with trusting God Fine. and having just like like I said earlier just a little mustard seed of faith but always yes. feeling like that faith is so small and like how do I how do I have more faith how do I surrender more because surrender yes. is so hard it's very hard. It's very hard, especially in the modern day right now. Surrendering is not a thing. It's all about me and myself and I. Yeah. So surrendering I know, is very like, hard. As an entrepreneur, I don't aspire to be self-made. I never want people to yeah, feel self-made. Like, oh, she, you know, she did it from the ground up. I'm like, no, I didn't. God, first of all, <laughs> first of all, if I didn't have God in my life, like I wouldn't even be sitting here today. Um, I don't ever like want to be glorified, right? Yeah. I want God to, to get all the glory for everything I do. But in this world, people yes. glorify those who can say yeah. they were self-made, that they did this on their own. And yeah. that's not the way, that's not the way you want to live anyways. It's so lonely. This is what makes you feel. Yes. Lonely. It's very lonely and it's very vulnerable. And so um, that's where like, if you know your your business is not self-made, yes, you can come from that mentality because we all do. Yeah. But when when you put the perspective of like, I know I didn't do this on my own, but God, that's mm -hmm. when you know that God's got his hand on you and your business is going to prosper. He's going to take you from glory to glory. And mm -hmm. so when you come to those dark, hard moments of like finances or balancing this and that inner healing and, and finances or balancing anything, you're my perspective has changed because you're like, now I know that I'm not self-made. God did this. And mm -hmm. so I give it to you, Lord, because you did this. You're yeah. going to, you're going to do whatever we got. You know, what bills I have, you yeah. know, what we got to do, <laughs> you know, the desires of our hearts, what yeah. vacations we have planned. So I give it to you. I will not stress about it. I will not allow the enemy to come in and tell me lies. So you have to identify the tactics of, you know, the strategies coming against you. Oh, I love it. That's the word strategies. My eyes lit up. <laughs> strategies against you so that's exactly what we do in the mentorship teaching them how to open up their eyes to see why they're getting attacked how to pray how to come against that how to walk in their identity coming out of pandemic and um who the lord says she is who the lord says she is not what the world said she is yes. not by the looks not by the weight not by the clothing brand but who the lord said she is that way she can fight in confidence and be a praying woman for her family um, she can be, you know, go through the healing process and then just overflow, overflow for herself, overflow for children, her marriage and her entrepreneur leadership life. And by that, I truly believe that the others, the world will see your fruit and that will draw them to your business. That will draw them to your leadership meetings. That will draw them to you. That is your audience that they're going to choose you because you're real, raw and relatable versus the person who seems picture perfect. 
Mm. We know that's a lie. Good, Cassandra. (laughs) Oh, this is so good. I've got to enter your mentorship. I have to. So how do, how do they enroll into that? Or can you give us a little detail? Yeah. So, um, with all that 2004 and 2013 and all that like growing and learning who and how to use um, social media, that is like 2022 for this freedom ministry, God birthed it. It finally like came out and it was just amazing. And so all the social media, all the platforms have just been so natural to create content for that. I'm not struck, not struggling. Of course there's struggles, but I'm not truly struggling because I'm like, Oh yeah, well, we've got this, like he really built and put those seeds in me within those past years. Like it's been a, Mm. how many years since 2004? Yeah. (laughs) So it's been a journey and it's been a growing process. So, um, right now, like you said, we asked each other, well, what is the need? Where is the need right now? And it is literally online. Mm. You can meet so many people and you know, you can be that one light for them in such a huge way versus, you know, meeting it you know in person there's always more and we can be prime let's just say this if we can be prime (laughs) amazon prime yeah they're gonna want that because that's how this world lives right now it's like the quicker i can get it i'll do it the more quicker like i love in-person workshops i think there's a beauty in in in-person meetups i've done them before but honestly i'm just so busy and i feel like i could do so much more if it's easier accessible And so that's why I do all of my coaching online as well, because we just want people to, like you said, it's not even just the convenience. It's just like, you know, I want to get through this. I want to get through the season. I want to, I want to show up as my best self. And if that means in the comfort of my own home, then let's do this. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I love that. So online. Yeah. So everything is online and that's how um, they can sign up. They can just find us on Instagram and message me and we'll get them registered. Um, Everything is online. It is not just a monthly um, mentorship where you just see my face once a month. Hi, here's what we're doing today. And that's it. No, we have a schedule from Monday through Friday. There are resources in there on Monday. We do mental health Monday with um, health and fitness as well. Because you got to take care of our outer bodies. Yes, I love bodies. that. If we're healthy on the outside. We can be healthy on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tuesdays, like yesterday, we just talked about postpartum depression for the mothers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and there's just so much that we do in there. We have morning prayers and it's just, it's just building this seed. It's just watering the seed that God has planted in me and it's been amazing it's it just started this month and it seems like it's been oh my gosh we just launched it this month yeah july 1st wow this is incredible yeah like it's just the testimonies that are coming in i'm like yes lord like i know that you're in this because Mm -hmm. you're the one that gave me this vision many years ago and now had to go through the process of healing and understanding um, grief and understanding, you know, I honor my friend through this mentorship. If there was anything, like I said, I honor her name through this, that no woman should feel isolated or feel like they can't open their mouth and speak about what they're going through. Yes. Oh, this is such a good one. This is such a great, great message. I am so thankful for you, Cassandra, and I will definitely be linking everything in the show notes and everyone has to go and check you out on Instagram. I cannot wait to join your mentorship program and thank you again. Yes, ma'am.